0: What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Dee Shanice, and you're now tuned in to the Millennial Mind Podcast. The Millennial Mind Podcast was curated as a way for me to share my experiences as a millennial and offer them as a way to show other millennials that they are not alone. It is my hope that the Millennial Mind will do just that through my corny jokes, interesting stories, and some facts that I have to offer on various topics. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to go over a few housekeeping rules. First, please note that this is a safe space to express your thoughts and opinions, but we will always do this with truth, respect, and love. Second, at the end of this episode, please feel free to share, comment, like, subscribe, and leave a review on your listening platform. Lastly, come with an open mind and a clear heart and be ready to receive something that you can take with you. Now, if all hearts and minds are clear, welcome to the Millennial Mind Podcast. and talk about it maybe maybe it's not true and it's actually the furthest from the truth it's very real and it is a pain that I genuinely do not wish on my worst enemy. Um, It is a a void. It physically feels like a a hole. my body that will that will never be filled. That's, that's the best way I can describe it. And I think the biggest thing with grief is that it is not a, a linear thing. It's not like a step one, then step two, then you know, step three, and so on and so forth. It is very much a thing that will have you coming right back to the very first day and then feel like you've done no type of healing. I think that's the part for me that's the most frustrating because I don't know I've I found myself you know feeling feelings that are hard they're hard and it's the stuff that you don't talk about you know when people die you talk about you know the funeral and you know when it's all said and done it's kind of like you're left to figure it out whatever that may look like for you and your family and for my family it looked like Establishing our family structure, um, which has been interesting to say the least. You know, it's something when you lose your grandparents, you know, who have passed from old age, but. It's truly something when you lose somebody younger than you who you may have felt had so much more to live. I think this episode was going to be this hard to record, but here we are, but this is the, the raw and transparency that, you know, I want to convey to the people that the person that, you know, you may see. It looks like they have it all together. Maybe hurting. Hurting in a way most can never imagine. Like Losing my brother was very, very hard. And you know At the time, I had said to myself, you know, I feel like I would feel better if, you know, there was a cause. You know, if there was, you know, he got into a car accident and, you know, he didn't make it, or, you know, someone, you know, may have selfishly taken him, but, you know, to essentially hear that he just... Passed away in his sleep. It's so. Uh, it's different. It's different because you know, oftentimes we say we want our family members to be at peace. You know, when they pass away. But him being at peace didn't really give me peace. (sighs) Because I, I felt like,
1: why would you leave me here?
0: Why would you leave me here? like, and I know that's selfish, but, again, this is, this is my truth, this is my, my reality, and that's how I feel, that's how I feel sometimes, still, I get to be here, and, yeah, I get to live my life, and travel, and do things I never would have done before, but, I never imagined doing life without Him. I never imagined living a life without Him. And you know, the craziest thing is... That's not even the hardest part. I think the, the hardest part is making new memories like you have your old memories and you know you remember certain things and you know time you share laughs you might have had but you know making new memories is always bittersweet it's always bittersweet Cause, you know, on the one hand, it's like, look at me, you know, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to make it, you know, look at us doing new things, look at us trying new restaurants, look at us buying a house, and he's not even here share it and yeah you know people say oh yeah well you know he's here in spirit and you know, I, I do believe that but I would give so many things I would give so many things just to be able to call him again just to hug him Just to crack a joke. So, and this is, you know, this is the part that we don't see. You know, most times people feel like, you know, you do all your crying at the funeral, but this is after the funeral. I'm literally driving home from work, recording this, because I was already, you know, feeling somewhat somber, missing him, but, you know, when you, when you start talking and feeling at the same time, it's, 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 it's a mean combination. I guess as I'm saying these things, I just want um, I just want others to be encouraged. Um, I want them to know that you're not alone. Um, you will be okay. You will be okay. Every day is not going to be a good day, and that is okay. But just want to take it day by day I know it's easier said than done because you know we're planners we like to plan, we like to oh well you know we have X, Y, Z to do next month or next week or whatever it is but you know grief is really a process that you want to take day by day because if you don't
1: I've
0: learned that If you don't take care of grief, grief will take care of you. And when I say that, I mean, like, if you don't truly feel how you feel about losing people in your life and, or things or, you know, whatever the loss is, you don't deal with it, um, you you're going to be forced to deal with it. And it's a whole lot easier process to deal with if you actually just deal with it versus, you know, the universe having a way of forcing you to deal with it. Because then you'll be, you know, like me, you know, in Walmart or, you know, at, at your job and somebody has the same name as the person that you lost breaking down in front of 18 kindergartners, and they trying to figure out what's wrong with you, don't be like me, but again, I just want everybody to be encouraged, I want everybody to know, you know, it is a process, you know, I'm okay, my family is okay, but you know, Sometimes just check on your people. You know, you don't have to talk to them every day. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to text them every day. But it's just an understanding of, hey, I'm thinking about you. I know it's a lot, you know, or maybe you're going through a lot. But just know I'm here thinking about you. Sometimes I feel like when people say, you know, they're here for you, they feel like they have to be here for you in some capacity. Whether that is, um, you know, talking to them or, you know, giving them something, whether it's monetary value or what. But, you know, sometimes people just want you, just want to know that you're thinking about them. That's it. There's no other rhyme or reason. They just want somebody to know that they're being thought about in their time of need, in their time of need, and, you know, you get that initially after the funeral, or, you know, around the funeral, you know, when people get the news, and news spreads, but, you know, after the funeral, then what, then what, what happens, like, do you genuinely reach out to people after the funeral? not with just thoughts and prayers but like just really checking up on them and seeing if they're okay and like I said for myself some days are better than others today was not a good day it was not a good day I'm not even going to pretend like it was a good day and you know it could it could really be triggered by anything today was the weather <laughs> the weather wasn't so good work didn't go so good uh, you know I tried to lay down laying down didn't go so good and so now you're kind of forced to deal with okay well, what's wrong like what's really wrong and it's it's hard It's very hard and like I said I don't I don't wish this on my on my worst enemy. It is truly a void. And it feels like it's in the middle of my chest. And I carry it with me every day. And again, this is not to say that, you know, I'm not happy or I don't have my moments where I'm good because I do. But again, grief is a process. It's a passage. And it's something that you just you just gotta let it do its thing. You gotta let it run its course. Because, you know, it could be an easy process or it can be a hard one. And that is up to you. So Again it sucks but you know, I just I just want people to see like this is real and you know if you recently lost somebody however you lost them it's still very much a loss but you can find ways to honor them in a way that is fruitful to your life and hopefully to others lives because they will see how you love them and in turn they will love you because of it anyways that's that's my time today guys um I really hope you guys got something from this, you know, and if nothing else, just transparency of, you know, the, the, the mind behind the millennial mind. And um, I hope you guys have a great day or night or whenever you listen to this. Um, and until next time on the millennial mind.